it can feel like there are a ridiculous amount of skills that you have to learn to start and grow your business. Today, we're talking about the most important skill that you need that they don't teach you in business school. Plus, I'm sharing three things to do when you're feeling unqualified. Let's do this. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you are struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the king, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset, ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears that you have around your business, finally saying yes, and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset that you need to take the dreams and goals that God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, then you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. Hey there, I am so glad that you're here. Today we are going to talk about the most important thing that they don't teach you in business school, or at least they didn't teach it to me in business school. And frankly, they didn't teach it in any formal education setting. And so maybe you know what it is. Maybe you're on the edge of your seat trying to <laughs> trying to figure out what it is. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and spill the beans really early. It is managing your mind. This is the skill that you must have. And it looks like resilience. It looks like perseverance. It looks like consistency, being able to keep going um, and being able to quiet that voice in your head that tells you all the reasons why you can't do something. And specifically in this case, why you can't start a business or do something related to your business, why you can't take it to the next level, why you can't pursue that, um, that next idea that you have. The reason this is so important is because you can know all about marketing, you know, finances, you can know all about advertising, you can know a lot about product development and, you know, that perfect avatar and exactly what they need. But if you don't have the mindset that is required to actually execute and do the things that you need to do to take the actions that you need to take and have the resilience for whenever things don't necessarily go right, you know, it can be really hard starting something new. And we have this expectation of how we think that things should go. And then a lot of times, uh, reality is very different from our expectations. And not only that, whenever you're starting something new, you're going to fall down, you're going to get it wrong a lot. And so that resilience, building that resilience, creating that mindset um, that you need in order to bring your ideas into the world to create the business that you want. It's so, so important. And so obviously that is what this entire podcast is going to be about. And I don't mean this episode, I mean this podcast. It is all about fruition mindset. It is about the mindset that you need to cultivate and create in order to bring those ideas, bring what God has laid on your heart, your purpose, your purpose that you have to share with the world 
to fruition. So over a decade ago, I kind of on a whim, somewhat of a whim, I wanted to do it for a long time, but whenever that moment came, I didn't know it was going to be the moment. I quit my nine to five steady job and then I had to go home and tell my husband (laughs) that I had done this. I wouldn't necessarily recommend this to a friend, but this is what happened in my story. At this point, I had an MBA and I had been on this health and fitness journey where I had lost 30 pounds and I had gone from like couch potato that had a really hard time doing any kind of exercise for more than eight minutes. And that's legit. Like I <laughs> I, I was on an elliptical machine for eight minutes one time and thought I was going to die. Like that was my max to um, becoming a marathon runner. I had this life experience and this this passion that I wanted to help other people live healthier and really reap the benefits in their health that I had reaped. And so I went and I got my personal trainer certification. And of course, I already had like the business degree and, and, and I had a lot of knowledge there. Really, I felt like I had everything that I needed technically on paper. I had a plan. My plan was not very asset intensive, so I didn't need you know, a lot of startup capital or anything like that. And it was something that I could really just hit the ground running with. But there was a little problem. Um, The problem was that my brain decided to come up with every single reason why I couldn't do it and why I shouldn't do it and why I wasn't qualified to do it. Tell me if you can relate. (laughs) So for six months, I did nothing. I just, I had that, I had that personal trainer certification and I had what I needed and I had a name and I had all these things. I had, I think I may have even had like business cards at the time. But as far as actually starting my business, starting to work with people, telling people that I was a personal trainer and that I could help them, that wasn't happening. I was just completely sitting on that. And it wasn't until I had a session with a coach that things turned around for me. It was the first session I'd ever had with a life coach. Wasn't even really sure that much what a life coach was. And this was obviously a very long time ago. And he was a podcaster. And this was back whenever nobody even listened to podcasts. Now everybody listens to them and has one. (laughs) Um, But this was like a long time ago. And I listened to him and he was offering these free sessions. And so I thought, okay, cool. Like I'm stuck, right? I'm stuck. I need some help. And so whenever I was talking to him, he just let me spew out all of the reasons why I couldn't get started right? And the biggest one for me at the time was that I didn't think I was fit enough. My brain was telling me that because I didn't look like those models, those fitness models on the magazines, that I wasn't qualified or I wasn't fit enough um, to help people be healthier. That, you know, they wouldn't take me seriously because I wasn't all ripped and everything like that. But he graciously listened to me, tell him all these reasons why not. And he did not interrupt. He just let me spew it out. And then after I was done, he just said, one thing. He said, how many people could be helped and could be living healthier lives if you would just get over yourself? And you know what? That hit me like a ton of bricks. And I realized in that moment that I had been so focused on myself and on my flaws and the voice in my head telling me that I could not do this. And I had not been focusing on the people I could help and the impact I could make. And it was that one little shift from that one statement that really turned things around for me. And of course, we had the rest of the session. Now, I'll tell you what, the next day I started my business, I started putting myself out there. I started telling people that I was personal trainer. And very quickly, I started to get clients. 
So I tell you this story because, first of all, I want you to know that if you're just starting out and you're having thoughts like this, if your brain is telling you all the reasons why you shouldn't do something, um, I want you to know that you're not alone. A lot of us have these thoughts, and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it, that you aren't capable of doing it, or that you can't be successful. It just means that you have to build the skill of being able to manage your mind, and you have to develop a mindset that supports reaching your goals. Or maybe you're not just starting out. Maybe you've been at this for a long time. Maybe it's even been working really well, but you know that it's not really external things that are holding you back anymore and that it is your mindset that is causing you to not be able to follow through and take action on your goals. If you are in any of these situations or maybe one in between, this podcast is for you. Uh, I want you to know that I've struggled with this a lot. That first struggle I had over a decade ago where my mindset and uh, my thoughts were really holding me back, that was just the first one. (laughs) There have been many, 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 many since then, and a lot of them I have worked through, but this is an ongoing thing. This is something that continues to be a challenge as you grow and as you develop and as you go for the next level. The next thing that God is asking you to do in your life, it will require you to think new thoughts and to overcome things that have been holding you back. And so this is a journey that I'm on as well. So my goal here is for us to develop this skill of creating a fruition mindset together. So if you are anything like me and you have that inner gremlin chitter chatter going on, telling you all the reasons why you can't do something um, and all the reasons why you're not qualified, here are a couple of tips. Number one, write down that chitter chatter, okay? Just put it out on paper. Get it out of your brain. Sometimes whenever we actually get things out of our brain and look at it on paper, we can see it uh, more clearly and we can really look at what it is, right? We can see what's there. So write them all down. Write down the reasons that your brain says that you can't do this. The second thing you want to do is for each reason that you list, you want to ask yourself, is this true? Now, sometimes it's not as easy as a simple yes or no answer. So for the third step, you want to ask what evidence there is that it's true or what evidence there is that it's false. So you kind of want to question whatever your answer is from number two. So in my example, my brain was like, you're not fit enough. And so I was like, okay, well, what's the evidence that that's true? I don't look like a fitness model. Okay. That was the main, the main evidence that it came up with that it was true. But then I asked myself, what's evidence that it's false? Well, I lost 30 pounds and I've kept it off for many years. I have successfully run marathons I have developed the knowledge and skills and education and certification to learn how to do this. I took a fitness test whenever I did my certification and I did well on the fitness test. (laughs) That was evidence. Sometimes you may not have something as concrete as that, but it's funny how even whenever you do have something as concrete as that, like I literally was at my certification to become a personal trainer and I, I I went through a fitness test and I did well on it. You would think that would be sufficient for me to prove to myself that yes, you are fit enough, but here's the deal. It doesn't matter because a lot of the things that our brains tell us, they're not really backed by fact or actual reasons. And that is precisely why it's so important to get those thoughts out onto paper and to really question them. Ask yourself, is this true? Ask yourself, what is the evidence that it's true? What is the evidence that it's false? So for this example, if you take that evidence that I came up with after I kind of thought through this and you couple that with a focus on 
serving people and on helping them be healthier and be better, the question is, is it really necessary for me to look like a fitness model on a magazine? The answer, no. What's more important, that I've walked that walk that they're walking right now, that I have overcome some of the challenges that they're facing, and that I have a deep desire to help them? Yes, that is important. So this is just one example, I guess the first example of a mindset issue that, um, that I dealt with whenever I was starting my entrepreneurial journey. And that was a long time ago. I don't do personal training anymore. Now I am a mindset coach for Christian entrepreneurs because I really feel like this is the skill and this is the missing link to a lot of things. I see, especially whenever it comes to people starting an online business, there are so many courses available and I've taken a lot of them and you probably have too, you know, on sales and on marketing and on creating a great website. And there's all of these things that we feel like we need when it comes to creating a business or creating an online business. And they are important. And I learned and grew from every single one of those skills. The problem is that if we don't develop the mindset to implement the things that we learn in those classes and in those courses, then unfortunately, we won't actually be able to create the business that we want to create. So thank you so much for coming along on this journey with me. I am very excited. And you know what? I've had a lot of mindset issues whenever it comes to starting this podcast. Primarily, my main one has been that if I start it, then I'll have to do it consistently. That's what my brain has said. If you start it, you have to do it consistently. And you're not always good with consistency. Hmm, maybe you shouldn't start it. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Have you had any thoughts like that with something that you wanted to start? I was thinking about this whenever I was at the park with my kids. And as I was just kind of thinking this through... I thought, wait a minute, am I really not good at consistency? And of course, I could come up with a lot of evidence of things that I have tried that I haven't followed through on. Most of us have some of those things, right? And we like to use those past things against ourselves a lot. Or maybe it's just me. I like to use those things against myself a lot. But I also thought that's not necessarily true. There have been a lot of times where I've been really good at consistency I've really been able to stick with something for the long term and for the long haul. One of those things being marathon running. I haven't done a marathon in quite some time. I completed six. And to call what I did running is (laughs) kind of an exaggeration. It's probably not running in the sense that most people think of running, but I completed the marathon and I completed the training to complete the marathon. And so as I looked at that, you know, there is evidence in my past also of when I have been consistent. Our brains seem to just want to focus on the negative. It wants to focus on the times that I dropped the ball, that I didn't show up, that I wasn't consistent. And it doesn't want to focus on the evidence that supports that I can do this. So this week, I want you to pay very close attention to what you're thinking about. Whenever it comes to going to that next level, to completing that goal, to doing the thing that God has put on your heart that you have been letting that mind chatter in your brain hold you back from pursuing, I want you to figure out and find out exactly what it is that your brain is telling you or the reasons it's giving you for why you shouldn't do the thing. And I want you to take those captive on paper because then you can start to question it and questions lead to clarity. Hey, if you're feeling stuck in fear, doubt, overwhelm, or indecision, 
I want to hear from you. You can contact me directly at the email address in the show notes. I would love to answer your questions and speak to your unique situation. I'll see you next time. Bye.